Hello and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 347. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Matt P Video. Matt, how are you? I'm very well, mate. Very well. Well, actually, a little bit hungover, but I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. Your hair is hungover hair. Yeah, man. I just looked at it right now as you as you said hello, and I was like, ah, fuck, I should have done something about my hair. But ah, we're in it. We're in it. it. We're in it now. We're in it. And of course, the no. one and only two fresh crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. Yeah? All right. Well, good yeah. stuff. Well, thanks for that. Well, well, that's it. Wrap up the podcast. It's over. Thank you all for watching. This week's my Xbox and me, and I'll see you all later. I had a feeling it would be a short one. <laughs> Boys. I want to start this podcast off by saying how proud I am of both of you. I'm so effing proud. You did your first watch along without me. I wasn't there. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't even think about it. I was off at another event doing some uh, VR stuff. And I was like, go on, my boys. Go on. Do your thing. I didn't, didn't even ask. I just did it. I loved it. I was so happy. It went pretty smoothly, I think. Yeah, how'd it go? How'd it go? How'd it go? Crash, crash. You're you're the mature adult here. How'd it go? (laughs) I think it went good. Yeah? Yeah, I guess Matt hosted. I haven't watched it. Matt did host. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't think you would. I didn't think you'd uh, you'd step up and host it like that. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I that's disrespectful. I mean, or it's the truth. Or it's the truth. Or it's the truth. (laughs) But it went well, yeah? most. Yeah. Did you get get many people in there? Um, yeah. The videos are like almost 600 views or something, isn't it? It is. Obviously, they they weren't all there live, obviously, but um, yeah. yeah. Ah, It was good fun. Well, congratulations, both of you, on your success as reaction YouTubers from now on. Perfect. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We're, I no longer need to do my it. Xbox and me chat. <laughs> yeah, we're we're pivoting my Xbox and me now to just react to PlayStation State of Place. Yeah. So that's what uh, we're yeah. gonna <laughs> do on the channel now. And so just I, State of Place. I did. I got a message from someone like. Why are they doing uh, reaction to State of Play on my Xbox? It's like it's a third-party game. That's why it it makes perfect sense. It was one one game that we're all interested in in one way or another. It made perfect sense. So screw you guys, all right? Screw you guys. If you didn't know what my Xbox and me is, is our weekly Xbox podcast right here on YouTube.com/slash my Xbox and me, and of course all podcast services. If you want the show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer or just to throw us a couple bucks to keep the lights on and keep things going. If not, no problem. The show usually goes out every Friday or on a Sunday, depending on what's going on. Matt P's looking at me like that, like, hey, 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 fix, hey, 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 yeah, shut up. Usually shut there's up. a lot going on. Usually there's a lot going on. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? It's always edited and stuff. It's the video version that's the big problem. So uploading the video version on the internet that I currently have takes about an hour and a half to two hours. So what happens is I'll start the upload, yeah? yeah. Then I'll then I'll leave the computer on. Then I'll walk back. I'll turn the computer off, forgetting that I've uploaded it. Then it goes to like seven. If you watch the back end, it'll get to like eighty percent. Then I'll try and re-upload it. So then it starts again. Doesn't start. Makes me re-upload it from the start. It's a whole process. All right, it's not that I'm being lazy. I'm doing it, but then I'm forgetting certain things, and yeah, I'm, I'm making excuses. I'm making, excuses. I'm making excuses. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Patreon producers this month. Uh, shout out to Aaron Guard and the one and only FNH Paul. Thank you, boys, for keeping the show on and being our Patreon producers this week. Topic of the show: Hogwarts Legacy gameplay. 
has finally been shown. The game that wasn't coming out this this year. It wasn't even going to make it this year. It wasn't even going to come out, right, Matt? Still ain't out yet, mate. Okay. Still I'm haven't even got a date year. yet. There's no, it's not coming out this year. You don't, what? No. You don't, neither of you think no. it's coming out this year? I'm, I think I'm more, I, I, I'm more inclined to believe it will come out this year than Crash is, but the fact that they didn't put an actual release date on that state it's of play holiday. is it's, scary. It's not coming out this year. Interesting, interesting. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't watched your watch along, so I don't know any of your guys' opinions. Um, we got to see about 20 minutes um, of gameplay, showing off the gameplay's features and all the stuff you have come to expect in a Harry... In, in, sorry, I shouldn't say Harry Potter. In a Harry Potter world. Not, sure. a, Harry Potter, not a Harry Potter game, a Harry Potter world. Um, obviously, you've got your classes, you've got uh, your abilities, you've got all that good stuff that you're expecting. Chris, what was your... What was your initial thoughts? I don't know if you've watched it again since after reacting to it. Reacting to things is really hard to then ingest everything because yeah. you're kind of reacting. Um, what were your initial thoughts on it? Um, I th I liked my initial thoughts were like this looks better than I thought it would by a mile. You know, from everything from the combat just to the graphics and the visual, um, and how open the world seems. I guess. Uh, so I was. I was kind of surprised by all that. Okay, okay, Matt. What was your what was your initial initial thoughts? Yeah, I think the same. I think it looked a lot better than I thought it would. The story seems interesting, like this idea that you're an older student who's coming for their first year in their fifth year for some reason um, is like a cool idea. The nostalgia hit all of the right buttons for nostalgia, right? Like it felt like Hogwarts. It it seemed to make sense, like the the sort of layout of the school and all the bits we were seeing, the common rooms and stuff like that. They all yeah. looked legit, looked like what we expect them to, how we remember them from the movies and books as well. And so, yeah, I I think all of that was really impressive. The combat being, you know, combo based. I think they called it during the state of play. It looked. Like I was saying on our watch along, it looked almost God of War, like Devil May Cry, like juggling enemies in the air and pulling them towards you and throwing them away and yada yada. All of it really intriguing. Nah, let me tell you, I've been looking forward to this game a long time. I forgot the obligatory fuck JK Rowlands just real quickly. I apologize. And we'll talk about more about that a little bit later on in the show. I totally agree with both of you. It looked amazing in terms of its visual fidelity. Loved what they were doing with common rooms. I think the story looks quite interesting. All of that stuff, I think they've nailed it. I thought the combat looked trash. I have really? to say, I was so I was sitting there the whole time with Haley. Haley's a huge Harry Potter fan. She can't wait for it. And I'm sitting there going, that doesn't look good. That doesn't look fun. The combat doesn't look fun. And I was like, Oh no. Is this not gonna be good? Like the I imagine going to classes is gonna be great. Like in my head, like a mixture of like a persona going to classes, meeting your classmates, the whole companion app of like meeting new friends and learn the story, I think it's gonna be amazing. Open worldness, exploring, being on your broomstick, all of that, I think they're going to now all of that. But the moment to moment gameplay, every time I was seeing it, I was like, oh no. Oh no, this doesn't look like what I wanted, which is really hard because I don't know what I wanted, but it didn't look like what I wanted. That's what I was going to say. I think it's hard. It's probably hard to get a essentially like ranged combat system 
to play well, let alone look fun and engaging. Um, and so I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Like, the last Deathly Hallows game, I think it was the last one, and maybe it was part one, was a third-person shooter, um, like cover-based shooter. And so, like, it's definitely not that, right? No. Like, And so, yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you that it didn't look super entertaining. But who knows? I will say the more, because I went back and I watched bits of it again. Um, I do think the combat looks clunky. And I think that's where my biggest worry is, mm-hmm. where it doesn't look super smooth, where you talk about like this combo based gameplay. Like if that doesn't play smooth, because you mentioned both God of War and Devil May Cry, like those games play like butter. They yes. are super, like super, super smooth to play. Like if this doesn't play like that, it'll be really noticeable especially because it's a ranged game more so than anything else they're also both melee games right and like well i mean you can shoot in devil may cry and stuff i suppose but no I, it's it, i consider it a melee game you're 100 and there. there is something about kind of that that sort of combat style um where like it lends itself more to melee because you know you can see an enemy winding up to hit you versus an enemy who's maybe off screen shooting something at you how much how much sort of are they uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're uh, showing off their moves before they do it. I can't remember. Yeah, I, there's like, a term people use, but I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's. I was. I don't want to be negative on this because I do. I do think it actually looked really fun. Like I do think it's exactly what I imagined it would be, apart from the multiplayer aspects, which I'll speak about in a little bit. Um, I yeah, I really liked what I saw, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we finally evolved to what I think a Harry Potter world video game, Harry Potter game, just for the lack of better terms right now, um, should look like. It looks it looks that way. There's two things that I was hoping they were going to have in this that they didn't. Um, a nemesis system, I thought, for goblins, would have been amazing. Um, we've, talk- we've spoken about nemesis systems so much in the past and been like, when is the next game going to have it? And not, we don't know, this game could have it, but they just haven't showed it. I doubt it. I feel like this would have been the big moment to have done it. Um, and yeah, it, it's combat between... I never... Obviously, you're a wizard or a, a witch, obviously, and like I never really thought about what that would mean when it comes to its gameplay. And yeah, it just looked... I don't know if I don't know if I I don't know if I agree with Crash on clunkiness. I'd have to watch it again. I've only watched it the once, but it just didn't look fluid. I I guess that means it's clunky. I guess I don't I don't know. I I don't know if that means it looks clunky, but it, it didn't look like it was gonna be very smooth all of the time. It looked like oh I've picked this guy up and then I'm gonna do this. It just it never it never felt like it never felt fluid. It just felt like, and now I can push my R1, which was on screen at this time, um, to get that barrel to just blow everyone up. It just didn't... We've seen games like this before that have those those sort of commands, and they work. I'm not saying they don't work. It just wasn't what I envisioned when I saw thought about this game. Um, I will say, and it's one thing I did mention when we were doing the reaction, is that so like you have the dash ability and you see the dash ability and that could work into making the game feel more fluid and stuff like that so it could just be a matter of like how you build your character and what level the character is because we have no sort of concept on what an actual like clean 10 minutes of gameplay look because these were a bunch of jump cuts to abilities right yeah and that could be why it looks clunky is because it, it literally is them from jumping from clip to clip 
with us having no idea of how powerful the character and how many abilities the character has available to them at that time. True. I kind of also hope that maybe combat isn't a huge part of this game. I agree. Like, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff in there with, like, potions and going invisible. There's, like, a little section where he's doing a little stealth thing. Cool. Can I tackle a lot of these situations in stealth, maybe? I don't know. Um, but I kind of want it to be about companions and about people and about puzzle solving with different spells and yada yada as opposed to a lot of combat but i'm assuming it will have a lot of combat i think it'll have a lot of combat yeah just by the nature of like i'm sure that they're like i'm sure there'll be dungeons that have puzzles and stealth parts but those same dungeons will have combat parts and i can guarantee you there's going to be areas that only have combat as opposed to having uh dungeons and uh stealth bits i think Mm. combat will be like sort of when you're not in hogwarts or the town i think combat will be sort of a regular occurrence I'm sure. I'm Multiplayer, sure. boys. None. Were you I, expecting it to? No, I wasn't expecting it to, but I, I had hoped for at least like a co-op. Um, yeah, I agree. A co-op like of a game like this, and we kind of already kind of knew what it was. I was just hoping for the ability. Hogwarts, to me, is a family thing. It's watching the films at Christmas. It's This seems like if, if it had four-player co-op, which I don't know if it played the game don't know if it would work but um seems like the perfect game to have played with my nephews played with the missus played with like this is such an accessible ip that i would have loved it to have had at least some sort of co-op and as soon as i saw companions i was like oh this game hasn't got (laughs) co-op that is that is not happening um i mean could it get added down the line maybe could we get like we got like a ghost of tsushima which is like dungeons Mm. that are co-op only possibly um i remember when this first game first leaked i don't know crash was it you on the podcast and i was like and we could have this and it could be this and it could be and i remember like it's almost that it is almost what i wanted almost it's so close to it but just without the co-op like could you i feel like just all wizards or witches running around with a common room and just hangout areas and all of all of what is already there could have been a lot of fun. And then you're going off to do your dungeons and you're going off to do this and some of you are going to classes together. I felt like that would have been the creme de la creme for me. And and then honestly, the combat can be as clunky and as bad as it wants to be because I'm not playing it for yeah. that reason. I'm then using it as a social hub to spend with my friends and mess about. And it isn't that. So now I have to judge it on it's combat. I have to judge on its story. I have to judge it on its graphics, which those things so far look amazing. Um, we got to see a lot of creatures and a lot of uh, different enemy types in this. We had dun- uh, dungeons. We had dragons. We had goblins. Um, a bunch of other creatures that I don't know the names off the top of my head because I'm not the biggest pot ahead like that. Though, like I say, uh, people I was watching it with were like, oh, that's a this, that's a this, that's a this. And then obviously, um, there was one moment in this trailer that concerned me instantaneously, which was the moment for the spells and the countdowns. Yeah, we all had the exact same thought. It's not microtransactions. We know that. They confirmed that, right? We now know that, yeah. But when we were watching that live, everybody in the chat was like, I spotted three currencies in that menu earlier, and now there's a (laughs) countdown timer on screen. We're in trouble. Yeah. but yeah, they confirmed afterwards that there will be no microtransactions, supposedly, in this game whatsoever. So that's at least yeah. nice. But don't get the whole countdown timer thing. It's something that's growing. 
think that's honestly what it is. I think you'll level up your uh, botany skill or whatever it would be. And that yeah. time and that'll be sure. Relatively get lower, yeah. yeah. It's okay. it's to like encourage you to go to class if you're gonna be wanting to use potions and stuff like that. Because yeah. it seems like at least from the way they were talking about it, like, oh, you'll catch up on your own time or whatever. It seems like the class system won't be like Persona, where it's like, you have class this day, you have to go to class. Gotcha. It seems like it'll be more free going. See, so I that's kinda, just sort of. I kind of want it like Persona. I want it to be. I agree. At I, five o'clock, I better be at potions class. Can, and if I miss it, hey, you miss class, kid. That's your problem. Can I be honest? Like, after this, I was talking to a friend and he was like, I kind of wish it was more a slice of life game as opposed to a big narrative, like end yeah. of the world narrative sort of situation, which yep. they have going. And I think I agree with that. I think like having a school simulator where you go on dungeons or you sneak out of class and skip that stuff. I think that would be very fun for this game as opposed to what we're getting. Not to say that what we're getting is going to be bad. I feel like, I think, sorry, go on. Go on. Go, no, 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 but you go. I, I was, was going to say, I think that would really then need multiplayer if it was going to be a slice of life game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I was gonna say. I think it, I don't think it has to be, but I think I it would add yeah. it would add even more to yeah. four best friends have now like, skipped class instead of going yeah. to their their potions class at three o'clock. Like that would yeah, you're creating your own narrative there as well. But as, at that point, like you're going towards like an MMO type experience. Yeah, kind of what I wanted. Well, yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that would be bad. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that would be. That's kind of I what I wanted. Not, I wanted yeah. the common room to be not Full as of people. not not. Not MMO in the it, it's still an MMO obviously, but not like, like a Destiny. Type I'm talking it's very not as many people. Like, the less people, yeah. less. Yeah. I'm talking like ser like the server is like there's ten fate maybe even Fable esque, where like do you remember back in the day? Obviously, Fable had like the glowing orbs that were going around, and like you could interact with them, and then you could gift stuff, and like I don't know what you could have added there. There's, there's a ton of stuff that could have been done, but like. Something like that, just to make me feel. Again, that isn't what this game is, so it's very, yeah. it's very apparent that isn't what that ga this game is, and that's okay. I just wonder, will we ever get that game? Will we ever get a Harry Potter MMO? I don't think so. Oh, no. Harry Potter MMO, no. no. MMOs are incredibly expensive to make, and True. they're super risky. True. And it's Harry Potter, though. So, but they not, also need to. Not, it's not Harry Potter. That's the thing. It's not Harry Potter. Not the character Harry Potter, but the universe of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. is Harry Potter. They're still paying the same licensing for it, right? And so yes. if it was Harry Potter or if it's Hogwarts. And so keeping that licensing deal going for an MMO that needs to last however many years and people strange. are going to invest into it, that's it's, it's tricky, right? They did it with Lord of the Rings Online, and that didn't last very long. That game was that bad. Sure. That didn't last very long, and it wasn't because of licensing. I was going to say, that game was bad. I played that game. That game All was right. bad. Um, yeah, I'd like overall, I, I was I was thoroughly impressed though with what we got to see. They showed a lot. They showed a lot more than I was expecting them to yeah. show. I do agree with you guys in the sense of like no release date, but in the same breath, they need their wow factor for I don't know what E3 is now, but um, whatever. Oh, it won't be E3. It'll be WB's fandom yes. dome or I don't I don't think it would be at fandom or whatever. That's DC. It, it, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. That is DC. I don't know why I'm putting WB and DC together there. Um, they'll put it as something. Or yeah. it'll be a PlayStation's next big E3 yeah, quote yeah. state of play. Clearly, they, we know they have the marketing rights for it now. Um, which, again, PlayStation have dropped the ball. 
It's a huge IP that is going to bring in a casual audience and it hasn't got your logo slapped all over it. We are do, you're doing, I know Phil has said on time and time and time again that he doesn't like those type of deals. Those are the deals that are going to help you build and build and build you, this ecosystem. You meant Xbox droppable, right? Did I say PlayStation? You did. I meant Xbox. Yeah, it, it, to me, it was just like, I'm, you're going to see this game on buses. You're going to see this game in cinemas. This this game's trailers are going to be put through Twitch and traditional TV. And it's going to be everywhere. Honestly, and your console ain't going to be mentioned. Ugh. This game will sell off of word of mouth alone. Even yes. without like, trailers and stuff like that. Yeah, of course, absolutely. of course. You are right. There is power to how... Um, how ridiculously mainstream this is because yeah. it's Harry Potter and that power of that PlayStation logo at the end is is super valuable. Now, it's coming to all consoles, including Switch and last-gen consoles. Honestly, um, I was worried when I heard about last-gen consoles. I got even more worried when I heard about Switch. I agree with that. Because <laughs> they're like, it's this open world. You can go anywhere. And I'm like, that scope is going to be so limited just by the nature of it has to work on switch as well as like xbox or, one and, uh, or it's gonna PS4. be really bad on switch or that it's one, it's one of two ways either the scope's gonna yeah. be super limited or it's gonna be really bad on switch so you're saying like the old gen consoles and and switch get um no i'm saying okay consoles okay consoles are still more powerful than switch so they'll be okay well, yeah. <laughs> I think if they make a separate version for the Switch that's I'd... super limited, I think old gen gets that version. Okay, yeah, possibly. Possibly. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I, I know we're in privileged positions where we have these next-gen consoles, Absolutely. and not everybody is, but I'm fed up of games coming to all-gen consoles now and me being like, oh, why? Yeah, I mean, there's too many still out there in the world, and people... I know. You still can't just get a PlayStation 5 or a Series X, so... Yeah, we still got more. We still probably got like three or four years of this to come. If I'm being honest with you, do you think three or four? I do you think? I don't think so. Minimum three. At some years. point, do you think we get to a point where, um, because you can do it on Xbox One, right? You could like theoretically stream, you know, Halo Infinite. You stream Halo Infinite if you play Halo Infinite on Xbox One. Is that correct? Yeah, I might be wrong. No, no, I, I think you can stream it through Xbox. Yeah, X-Cloud that's the only way you can play right? it on that X. Box one, possibly. No, I think no, 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 no. No, you can download it normally. You can as well. download and play. It, yeah, because right. I remember people had issues with it. Like we'll game. get to a point though where that won't be the case, right? I'm sure a game will come out, and Xbox may well market it as available on Xbox One, but it's streaming only. No, I don't know. Way. No, do you think no? They won't. They won't. No, because like you have to think the same conversation that happens with being privileged for next gen consoles. You're privileged to have good internet. Like not True. everybody's guaranteed to have that. So if you market as oh this is on xbox one as well and you're like oh that's great i have my xbox one i'm gonna go on and play it and then you have shitty internet like that's already a dissatisfaction. that's a pr nightmare yeah yeah i don't disagree i'm just hey but either i get you brother i get you um anything we've missed from uh all this harry potter did you want to get nitty gritty with it like obviously there's there's a lot of details that have come out with it i assume a lot of people by now have already don't really need a run by run of like what is to come. Uh, do we like where the narrative's going in terms of what we've seen so far? Don't care. <laughs> really? Don't care. Yeah. I, I like, like the idea. I Sorry, go on. I don't I don't like the idea of like having a big bad and having it be a goblin uprising. I think there's just like all sorts of like 
it's just weird. I don't I don't think you need that whole narrative to it. I'd rather there be one central villain instead of like and they did point to one person. Yeah, there's one main they, goblin. They, there's one main goblin, but they're shipping it as a goblin rebellion, right? You need fodder to be able to kill a lot of. Absolutely, that's that's and that's why I'm they've saying. done everything. Because the mark the the wording doesn't imply like it's this specific group of goblins. It is a goblin rebellion. Yeah. It is yeah. universal goblins, and I think that's more so my issue with the narrative. I like what they did with what the where they've set it in terms of it being set in the is it 1800s Before, yeah like yeah i think yeah. that's very smart it gets away from well where is where's dumbledore where's this character yeah. where's that character which i'm not saying we won't see any of these characters at all um i don't know again wizard age stuff like that i don't know how it all works um, i think dumbledore's like a hundred something when he gotcha. dies like he like so, so there's theoretically a we maybe a year seven dumbledore well, like a first year dumbledore? just something i'm um I'm, i don't yeah. think it's out of the realm of possibilities obviously you saw no. this nick um going yes. around the school and stuff like it's that also, like it's also a magic world so yes. like time travel is like something that can happen yeah like, they who, do have time travel or something. They, do, they could they literally do. invent a reason and it'll be like oh yeah cool magic you know? see into the future like i'm yeah. just anything yeah i like I, I like what they've done there it allows you to get away from where are these people that i'm used to seeing yeah and why aren't they here it's like okay cool perfect well here's a very simple I, explanation they ain't alive yet yeah. <laughs> like perfect yeah, I, I am curious if some people are going to go into this game. And I'm sure there will be expecting sort of that whole typical Harry Potter 100%. experience with Harry and, and seeing Ron and all of them. And yep. they're going to be like, wait, where, where are all the people? There's no one I recognize. Who's I this am teacher? Ron. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are Ron. Yeah. One, thing that, Ron. Wasn't, one yeah. thing that wasn't in there at all that surprised me was dialogue trees and conversation options. We didn't see I, any of that. I hope we don't I have don't. any of it. Really? Well, the Dude, reason that I'm surprised is because trash. you're gonna you're gonna bring up like the relationship with people, right, Matt? Well, no, I think I think every like look, you can customize your own character. They made that very clear, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so everybody everybody wants to go to Hogwarts. Everybody wants to feel like they're at Hogwarts. If we're just playing through this story where we're given a character and it's like, this is what they're doing and these are the decisions they're making and you don't necessarily as a player agree with those decisions, you're not getting that. You're not, you're not living out that fantasy of going but, to Hogwarts, sure. picking your friends. and. But you sure. can make choices without dialogues. Sure. Like, I don't think they're going to like, force you to interact with every companion. I think that'll be more so on you. I, agree. I don't think they're going to force you to go to all of your classes. That's going to be on you. I don't think they're going to force you to go to all the dungeons. That's going to be on you. I think that's where a lot of the um, personal experience with the game comes. I don't think dialogue trees necessarily add that. Um, no, but they do have that, that interesting thing then of like, oh, this guy is clearly a dick, and I have the choice to tell him to his face he's a dick or get into a fight in the hallway. Or like, that's what people want from Hogwarts, right? They want to feel like they're at that school. And if they're being railroaded through this story they're not going to get that i don't think it's going to be railroaded though like i feel like there's there seems to be from what we've seen so far enough for you to go and do that it's not going to feel railroaded the thing i always have a problem with dialogue trees is when you do the ones where it's like you've got three options and then you say one of them is like go to the next one and you go that one and you go to the next one and it's like bro if you're going to give me a dialogue tree like you're talking about matt it needs to be a 
here's the angry answer, here's the sensible answer. And mm -hmm. let me yeah. go from back and forth. I don't want to, hey, Jennifer, how are you? I don't care. Like, no. Most games, let's just skip that stuff. Hey, and most games now make it clear, like, this is the one to progress this conversation. True. Everything yeah. else is context. Um, I, don't want I think context. a lot of games do a good job of that now. Yeah, but which is fine. But then I do want the context as well. That's the problem. I don't want it, but it's there, so I have to listen to it. Because sure. otherwise, I'm like, well, what, what could you have said that I didn't know? And then, yeah, yeah you start feeling left out. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it went from being my mo one of my most anticipated games to still being one of my most anticipated games, but for different reasons. Like, the idea of doing puzzles, I can't wait. And I'm not very big into puzzles, but that part of it, it's just the moment-to-moment -moment, uh, combat that I'm like, oh, man, I don't think I'm going to want to fight these goblins. Like, I'm just going to want to, like, go to class, and I hope there's a lot of that. That's, that is, that's always the fun parts for me, like, in the Yakuza games, right? Like, playing Yakuza like a dragon, then going to, like, get your, doing your classes and that and stuff. Like, that was the fun stuff for me. I really enjoyed doing that. Fighting people in Yakuza, eh. Whatever, I don't really care. I'm doing it to level people up, sure. But like, yeah, you want me to go go-karting? Yes. You want me to go play Quidditch in this state? Yes. Why are you laughing at me? Like, that's what no, I mean. I, that's what I want. I, I want agree. that. I agree. I want I, that. I don't know I if it's going to be there. No, I, I, I know. I don't know how much of that you're going to get. I think I those are going to be very much so. Do these things to help yourself when you're fighting. I think that's ah, what it's going to be. I know, you're right. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it's gonna be. It's gonna do those things to help yourself fighting so you can go to a dungeon so you can get better gear so you can do a bigger dungeon. Like, I think that's what it is. There's loot, we saw that. There's loot, there is definitely loot. Mm. So, is there a big baddie at the end, you reckon? Voldemort like a raid? Up? Nah, it ain't gonna be a raid. No, no like... there's not raid. And there ain't gonna be no Voldemort uh, either. Yeah, oh. the, 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 the big bad goblin. Sweet, they'll so they'll no, they'll be, tie it be, into Voldemort somehow. I bet. Um, no, Voldemort wouldn't have been alive then. They'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't think they <laughs> no talked Voldemort. To Voldemort. <laughs> no Voldemort. There's maybe no Voldemort. The Who's alive at this time? Uh... Do we even know if we ever had a Harry Potter story? This Not this early? far back. No, we so. haven't ever. No. no. I mean, people get mentioned like it. Um... Oh, he's in Fantastic Beasts, actually. The um, guy lot, who creates the of, Philosopher's Stone and stuff. Yeah. A there, lot of you know, Harry Potter's go, a lot of Harry Potter's history, as far as I'm aware, goes up to Fantastic Beasts and around that area. Yeah. Maybe a little bit before that, but not really this far back. And Fantastic <gasps> Moaning Beasts Mill? as well. Go that far back? Well, Moaning Mill, well, no, because she... No, she's no, from... She's, um, yeah. Fresh nose. <laughs> yeah, she's from uh, Chamber of Secrets, isn't yeah. she? She she's a ghost. Like yeah, but she yeah. dies like not that long yeah, ago. She dies in Chamber of Secrets. No, nah, she doesn't no. die in Chamber of Secrets. No, no, not during the movies, but like whenever um Tom Riddle takes yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yes. She dies when the snake first appears. Yes. She's so like yeah, no, you ain't seen that. That's her. not that long ago. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Double door was um principal or whatever you would call it. Man, what? Do you know time. what? Can I just say something? I didn't know Chris knew Harry Potter like this. I'm not going to lie to you all. I didn't know you knew Harry Potter like this, Chris. Hold up a minute. You're a Potterhead. <laughs> I, I watched the movies, bro. Yeah, but I've watched the movies multiple times, and I'm still terrible with this stuff. 
That being said, I, I'm, forced to, I'm forced to watch the movies. Hayley's like, this, like, you know the way I make her play Resident Evil games? I have to watch the Harry Potter films every mm. year. It's like, Jesus. I'm good, you know. I'm good. Um, Should we get into Fix This Suck this week, boys? Let's do it. Uh, first question comes from El Dozo and says, Hello, chaps. It's been a whole minute since I posted a question, so I hope this is a good one. With the recent Harry Potter state of play... Was uh, on the 17th of March and given the surrounding thing uh, surrounding thing con uh, controversial controversies sorry of the author of said books I was wondering if you believe it's possible to separate the art from the artist can you be hyped for a game even with the co uh, controversy or do you think uh, that if you are not part of the solution that you are part of the problem very heavy question I think it's a for me. I think it's a case by case basis. Um, to use a couple people, for instance, R. Kelly. I no longer listen to R. Kelly's music. I R. Kelly has made some of the biggest hits on this earth, and take away nothing from his talent. And when it comes to music, he's a scumbag of a human being. And we have um, concrete evidence for the things in which he has act acted. I'm not saying that we don't have concrete evidence for what has happened with J.K. Rowling, because we do. We know her stance, um, and she's transphobic. I do not agree with that. I have trans members of family and trans friends and stuff like that. Um, I don't know what the right answer is to this for this specific case, but when it comes to separating the art from the artist, I struggle listening to Michael Jackson's music. Michael Jackson was never convicted of anything. So it's down to me to make up my mind and decision on how I feel about Michael Jackson. Um, who else is there? There's, there's so many cases out there. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. I think if I'm being, if I'm shooting from the hip and doing my MC fixer, which is usually just me talking, right? I'm talking out a situation here. I think we're all a bunch of fucking hypocrites. If I'm being totally honest with you, I'm sitting here wearing an Adidas jumper that was probably made by a, a lot of young children that they get paid absolutely next to nothing to make it. And I don't, I, don't, I don't sit here and go, I shouldn't wear this. And like, I think if you go back far enough in everything, in any way of life, we, a lot of us are hypocrites when it comes to certain things. Do I feel like a hypocrite in this case? No. Fuck JK Rowling. I don't agree with her stance on this. I don't agree with her. But I also understand that Harry Potter isn't her. And this world isn't her. Yes, she created it. 100%. But she didn't make this game. She isn't the one putting the blood, sweat and tears in. She isn't the one missing the birthdays. She isn't the one, you know, staying late in the office to make this. And there's got to be, there's got to be a give and take here, right? Like, if you are able to and you're in a position to combat what she's against, support I, in my head, again, I'm just talking from my point of view and what I think I'm going to do. Support some trans uh, um, charities. And if you're if you're going to buy the game for 60 bucks and reward WB and the members of staff there, also do the same in other places. If that is some... That may not be the answer. I'm not saying yeah. that is the answer. But I'm saying if that is your stance, at least you're doing something. Or if you're really, really against the situation, but you do want to play Harry Potter because you're a fan of Harry Potter by the game used yeah you don't uh jk Rowling she doesn't get a penny no support yeah mm -hmm. so just 
like if you really want to play the game buy it used if that's like how you feel um as far as separating art from artists i've talked about this on before like the product is part of the artist it is a vision of them like at the end of the day harry potter is a part of jk rowling it's her words at the end of the day the same words she used to be negative about other people she used different words for harry potter it's still from her um i do think it's to not even think on the situation and sort of just ignore it by saying oh, i separate art from artists is kind of a privileged position because that exact topic doesn't affect you mm. i'm not saying it should define your decision i'm not no. saying it means that you shouldn't get harry potter or anything like that but some thought i feel like should go on to it in a certain level just to interject even thinking about it is a start though like the fact yeah. that we're able to think about it and have the conversation about it is a start. Now, yeah. is it all the way there? No, but it is a good start, and it is. I don't like the 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 thing we do on the internet. And I, again, I'm a big Twitter user, and Twitter's terrible for it. Which is like, if you if you have a thought about something else, that means you have to you have to agree with that point for the rest of your life. And if you say something wrong, and again, obviously, cancel culture and stuff like that nowadays is is is. It's crazy. I mean, I'd be cancelled every day. Like, I say things that are wrong. I don't mean them in the way sometimes they will come out, right? That doesn't mean I'm a, sh a horrible human being. That isn't me excusing J.K. Rowling, but I'm saying with this, I'm sure if you go back and find a podcast, I probably said I ain't supporting this game. 100%. Again, I'm also in a very privileged position where I work with PR companies. I won't be paying. I probably, there's no guarantee, I probably won't be paying for the game anyway. Yeah. So... What do I do now? I talk to the people around me. So I talk to, I will reach out to Laura and I will reach out to other trans friends of, you know, Laura K. Buzz, if you don't mm. know her, a friend of mine, um, and find out what can I do. I'm sure her stance is going to be, fuck that game and fuck her. And I ain't messing with that at all. And she's allowed to have that stance, just like I'm allowed to have the stance of, okay, I, I understand where you're coming from because if this was a racist, would I support it? That's where I go in my head. If the person who made Harry Potter was a racist, would I still buy it? Probably. And that would actually affect me. But I still probably would, because that doesn't mean everyone who works in the game is a racist. Yeah, it's super complex and mm -hmm. super difficult, right? I think, like, the Harvey Weinstein example you mentioned is an interesting one, right? Because you could say, I'm never going to watch Home Alone again, yep. because it's a Harvey Weinstein film. And I understand i guess the thing with that is like he's so actually far removed from that i get his names on it and he makes money from it but he's really far removed from that and there are hundreds of thousands of well thousands of other people who've worked on that piece of art yep that should be compensated for their work and if they've created something amazing should be applauded for creating that amazing thing um same thing here. and and exactly same thing here but you know there are there are a lot of people working on this game a lot of people who love this world working on this game and, and there's clearly a lot of passion been put into it um and yeah and so i agree with you it's, it's super difficult it's also like you say we're talking from a very privileged position where Absolutely. jk rowling saying these things doesn't affect us on a like very personal, personal level just yeah, me uh, level right like we have trans friends and stuff like that and so there is that level of it but um yeah it's super difficult but I, what Crash said about buying the game used is actually a great idea and, and something that I hadn't thought about or, or considered. Um, but like you say, Fix, that we're in this privileged position where I will probably end up getting this game having well, not paid for it as well. So, the, Not only that, though, it's... 
we also run a weekly podcast where we talk about video games for a living. Some of us stream. This is going to be the hottest property ticket out there in our world. And, and sure. to, to compete in our worlds, we have to go with what is trending. That is our job. Our job is to do that. It's to find out what is the hottest thing and make content about said thing. Do we do it very well? Not really. We do a weekly podcast here. But um, nonetheless, that is what we do. We talk about video games. There's people out here who don't give a crap about this this topic, and that's so. Hey, that's okay. You don't want to care. You do you. I'm not here to judge you. It's not my opinion. It's not down to me to judge you on how you live your life. But you want to hear my opinion about Harry Potter, and should you buy it? That's what you care about. You don't care about F.J. Carrollin. You care about <laughs> is this bloody game any good, and does it deserve my 70, 80, 100 hours? So you know yeah. we're starting to mix a lot of things in here. Um, that's the and me of my Xbox and me, I guess. And <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to have conversations like this about anything. But can you separate the art from the artist? No, I don't think you can. But if you then support that art, are you a bad person? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right answer. But that's, my, that's where my head goes to right now. So if someone can have an argument with me and go back and forth with me and change my mind right now, no. If I hear somebody listening to R. Kelly... Do I think they are a terrible human being? No, I don't. I but I choose not to do that. You know, and that's kind of yeah. where I, that's kind of where I come down personally. I think that's very well put. Next question comes from Sarah Squid sixty nine and says, "Everyone is hyped about uh, games like Elder Ring, Horizon, God of War, Starfield, games that are considered to be game of the year." In their own right. My question is, how hyped are you guys for the real game of the year? My Little Pony and Maritime Bay Adventure from Sarah Squid 69. Sarah, you've always got, uh, you know, you come out here with this super hot topic issue about, uh, you know, art from the artist. And then you come through with My Little Pony. I love it. I love it. Um, thank you for your question, I guess, this week. I don't think any of us are playing My Little Pony, are we? Uh, I'm gonna look yeah, it up. It's, it's my game of the year. Let me about? watch a trailer I real quick. About it. I didn't remember about it until well, Sarah brought it up in this question. While um, you watch a trailer, we're not seriously stand on this one. No, no, Sarah, no, <laughs> no. I appreciate the question, but no, we're not doing it. Uh, let's go into Toff Lips, who says recent leaks suggest Xbox could potentially be working on a new console under the code name Keystone. What do you think this could be? potentially yeah i've seen a lot of rumblings about this one on my uh twitter feed actually um i think xbox era had like a quote um on their podcast about it or not was taken a quote i should say about how like it isn't something that we're all expecting um i don't know what it is i have no i have no clue at all i would love it to be a handheld i ha i know i the likelihood of that that being the case is absolutely zero. I understand that, I, but I don't think it's zero. It's not zero. Really? I don't think it's zero because of X Cloud. Well, this is so. This is my point. I don't. I've got, like, I think I've got my Kishi right here. Yeah. And with the with the conversation around like it being like it's not something people are expecting. So I don't think it's a smaller X. I don't think it's a a smaller s i don't think it's a i don't even think it's the usb stick we've all been talking about for a for a while i think it's a bigger play in x cloud 
And mm. for me, they've probably seen how Stream Deck's done, obviously, and that, that's been in the works for a really long time. And mm. people are very hyped on that. Is now the time for Xbox to get something going in the handheld space for streaming? Not for not for anything. I'm not talking about VR and stuff like that or Switch. I'm not even talking about a hybrid. I'm talking about just something for streaming. I think the difficulty with that, especially releasing it um, sort of worldwide, is you need constant connection if you to release a handheld. So you, it, w- it would be something that doesn't just rely on Wi-Fi that you can get a mobile plan or whatever for yeah. so that it can connect online. And I think that would be the question of, like, can they partner up with, um, I don't know what cell phone service providers you guys have in the UK, but in the US it would be like, can they partner up with a T-Mobile yep. or something like that to get that coverage for the system? You guys still got T-Mobile? Question. Yeah. We still have T-Mobile. They just oh, got bought and rebranded. They just got bought and rebranded. The EE, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, T-Mobile sucked over here. That's why. Mm. <laughs> that that being said, I'm with free, which is even worse. So yeah, don't ask me about mine. I think um, also owned by yeah. E, but oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> what do you think it is, Crash? Um, I honestly, when I when I saw this, I thought handheld or streaming device for your home setup. Okay, like not necessarily a dongle, maybe something a little bit bigger, or maybe a dongle, just something where you could stream in your home setup. <sighs> The fact that it's not something you're going to expect makes me think it's neither of those things. I I do think people expect it to be that, and and I mean that could Can, not be the case, right? But like, I just also want to say that people who develop these things sometimes think like nobody's going to expect this, even though everybody expects this. Sure, sure, that could definitely be what's like, going on. Yeah, um, I just want to point that out. My my instinct was maybe some sort of new adaptive. Uh, control i know that i know they say console i don't know if that's what they actually mean um i don't know we'll see it's fun to speculate but i have no idea yeah it's uh, i don't honestly i'm a, i'm in a bit of a go on go on you've got it so hit me go on you, nah, this is do you think they would ever make an xbox pc like an xbox branded pc to sell i don't know how they haven't done that already yeah PCs so you are get a to really a point tricky thing because like steam's tried doing pcs pcs are just super like kind of messy to do but like with the with the xbox mini fridge and stuff like that like i could see them doing like a an xbox uh pc but i don't know if this is what it is i'd buy the shit out i think of it's that. kind of a weird thing i'd i'd buy the shit out of it i'm telling you now like anything with um unfortunately i'm a i'm a sucker or anything with an Xbox logo on. I really am. It's, it's horrible. Um, and I would, I'd, as my second PC, streaming PC, I'd 100% buy it. But again, that I think is more a case of like, they're gonna, who they're going to partner with. They're going to partner with some, they're going to, I don't know, Next or, or PC UK, or like Overclockers UK over here or Cyber Power. Yeah. So it's not, it's, all that is is a case. That's it. That's all it is is a bloody case at that point. But that's what, yeah. That's like, that's that doesn't count as a console. Yeah, no. That's why I said particularly yeah, like yeah, an Xbox yeah. PC. Um, the, the, I saw a thing the other... It was a while ago now, which was a monitor that plugs into the Series S and like attaches onto the oh, Series yeah. S. 
Um, that wasn't official Xbox, was no. it? I it could see that. them doing something like that. It ain't. No, that is such a niche market, bro. That's the, that's the, do you remember back in the day with the PS1? Like the screen yeah. you attached to it, bro. Like, no, who the, I, who needs that? And Xbox are playing in this world. They're wait, playing in the streaming world. They, no, do they really I mean, care just, about that? They made an Xbox menu for it. Oh my God. Talk about and, niche. And like, if talk about niche, honest. they make adaptive controllers, which is very niche. Like, like, but they're worthwhile and adaptive, adaptive controllers serve a very important purpose yeah 100 like they're like but playstation i'm making them that's very true but like that's that's accessibility on microsoft's part as opposed to oh we're gonna go into the and cater to this niche market that's an accessibility thing fair 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 I just when they say they said it says console right and i remember the quote like some stuff coming out about console i'm like what else? They can't make. They're not making another skew. The chips are already in such a bad place where it's like you ain't. They ain't making another skew. They're getting rid of the S already. No way. They could. They could make they, a uh, um, like upgraded skew that just has more hard drive space. Or they do a new Xbox Series X skew where they're using the different silicone material for the outside because that's why there's more Series S's available than uh, Series X's. Hmm. But I again, I all think that, that stuff seems predictable, though. Yeah, it's yeah. All, all very. I think yeah. Crash is right in that somebody's said, "You're not going to expect this," and actually, it'll come out, and everybody will go, "Well, that wasn't totally left field, was it? Like that was pretty expectable." Um, I think that'll be the case. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you for the question. We appreciate you. Um, where are we? Uh, Sarah Squid comes in with another one. At the 46 minute and 57 second mark of last week's podcast, Chris is telling Matt that Snapchat is only good for white people. In brackets, true. And Fix says, and I quote, this is why Crest gets invited to the dinner table, people. All I want to know... Oh, sorry. All, all, sorry, Jesus. I want you all to understand Crest can come to Nan's house for dinner because he gets it. My question is, what's for dinner? As we as a community have spent the past three years asking for hashtag dinner date with Crash and Fix finally confirmed it, what is Nan going to make for dinner date for the dinner date? Or is the pizza that Matt owes Fix going to be redeemed for the dinner date? Is Matt going to watch from the outside from a window <laughs> since... <laughs> since he wasn't invited to Nan's house because uh, of his privilege. <laughs> that's not, that's, I mean, I mean, we need the details, gentlemen. This, <laughs> there is no way that Jinx TV's Twitch partnered and featured content creator for IGN and GameSpot, MC Fixer, would lie to his community about this dinner date. The M in MC Fixer stands for Man of Honor and the C... <laughs> And the C stands for can't tell a lie. The fixer stands for nothing. That's just his name. But the point is, the dinner date has been promised. It's time to celebrate. Sarah, thank you very much for your question. I appreciate it. Do you know what? You know when we get stuff like this? This is when yeah. I get worried. This Why? is when I get worried about this podcast and anything I do on the internet. Because I'm just talking. <laughs> words are just coming right. out of my mouth 
I don't think anybody's actually listening. Sarah is That's listening. Fair. I don't know Sarah about anybody listening. else, but Sarah is listening. Um, Crash already knows. Look, Crash gets invited to the dinner table, and when he comes to London, I'll take him for a dinner date. Guaranteed. Promise. There you go. There you go. What are we going to have? Don't knows. <laughs> if you fix it, it'll be the best meal of my life. <laughs> no, I'll probably. I'll just be honest, and we're keeping it 100. Matt will probably be there because Chris will be over, and we'll probably and Haley, of course, and we'll all probably go for Nando's if we're keeping it. If we're keeping it 100, more than likely, and Chris is going to go. That's it, because it ain't that nice. Like I love Nando's, but it ain't that good. Yeah, it, it's it's very it's good. It's good, but that it's okay. That's everybody's that's everybody's fast food of choice because it's just fast food, right? It's yeah. like. Anywhere yeah. you go, it's like, it's good, and you love it because it's like a local thing that you can go to, and you're like, the quality is going to be pretty consistent. But then when it's you okay. go to try someone else's fast it, food, it's like, oh, that wasn't... It's like in Texas, everybody talks about Whataburger, and I had that, and I was like, yeah, it's exactly what I expected it to be. Last question this week in Fixer Sack. Uh, Original Cookie Man says, continuing in the theme, if you could invite any video game character to dinner... Who would you invite and why? Oh, it's a good question. It's a great question. Um, oh, if I could invite one video game, I got an answer. Yeah, please, Chief, because I want to see what's behind the mask and he's got to take off the mask. All you got to do is watch this crap looking TV TV show, show. you'll be fine. That's fair. Hey, great man, wasn't that like a million pound an episode? Didn't they say? Million pound oh. episode. Did you see they've confirmed that yeah. they haven't even seen the games? I saw that yeah. the other day. Where it was like, yeah, they didn't. <laughs> we're not basing but, this off of the games. And I'm like, ah, that works so well for Resident Evil. It works so well, well for Resident Evil. Halo, to be fair, Halo is more than its games. Halo has sure. the novels. Halo has like a whole world to explore. And that, that there's full problems quote, with that statement. Go ahead, Matt. A lot of people were taking out of context a little bit as well. They They yeah. said like, when we were talking to the people from 343, we didn't talk about the games. We talked about the world and the characters. We didn't talk about the games. And so to me, what that actually means is they talked a lot about story, but they don't need to know you're pressing X to pick up a Here's fucking grab mission. hammer. Here's this mission. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I, Fix just I wants to hate on it because he's, he's Fix. Oh, let me make it very clear. I don't think it'll be good, but hey. I... I think it'll be better than what people expect. I think we're gonna watch it, right? We're gonna watch it and absolutely not. You're not gonna watch it. I we don't even know what it's on over here, do we? Uh, No, we don't yet. Number one, I don't support pirating, so I won't be pirating it. And number two, no, I didn't. I don't care. Okay. What if people say it's like the best TV show this year? I'm watching The Office, mate. I don't care. I am on season six of The Office. We still got four more seasons, and I'm I watching. See. What's the thing about the train? Snowpiercer. Oh, banger! Love that show. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The f- the TV show, not the film. You almost the old game is old, and yet TVs and movies. You're just like, I'm not gonna watch anything that was made in the last decade. Snowpiercer's fresh. Relatively recently. A new season just came out. It's on Netflix. Really? 
It's a TV show. You're thinking of the film. No, the TV show. I didn't, I didn't realize they did a TV show for made a distinction. I just said not the... Bro, this kid does not listen. Like, I'm not, what the I'm not listening. Matt I'm was already really so hungover. Like, rip into you. Matt was just ready. Like, oh, I'm going to give it to Fix right now. He just said Snowpiercer. All the times he's talked about me talking about PlayStation, he's going to get it. I'd pick Dom. No, Marcus. Who, who does the tomatoes? Man, I need to play Gears. Crash, want to play through Gears with me? I'm down. Should we go... Should we just... Stream it and just play for all the Gears games again. Let's do it. And no, no. You can play Gears three with us. Why the fuck is he inviting himself? Gears is two players, man. <laughs> this guy. Gears one and, and two is two players. Gears three you can play with us. Gears four you can't play with us. <laughs> two players. Is Gears that right? Five, Gears five is players. four player. No, right? No co-op. No. Yeah. There's the horde mode that's four players. Matt, yeah. I tell you what. Once we're finished, we'll play Horde mode with you. Okay. Offline. Wait, Matt. Matt, you haven't streaming. played Gears of War, right? No, I haven't played. Oh. I played. I played Gears one, two, and three. Why don't we all turn? Why don't I, we go game for game? So you do you do one with him, and I'll do two uh, two with him, and then we all do three together. Then you know four. So uh, I went from not getting uh, invited to doing it now on like being yes. the guy <laughs> i played gears of war and this is an xbox podcast and i feel like you know i have play played gears, gears of war. war i haven't played gears five. Oh, that's not true i put like three hours into it uh, so or four or judgment judgment don't count you haven't got okay, judgment is a fake game you know mandela effect that's what judgment is judgment never existed okay cool yeah facts um, like we didn't answer your question. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cooking Mama. She makes good food, right? Oh, they got to cook the food as well? I don't know. That's a no. different, different question. No, it's just dinner. Dinner date. I wouldn't invite any character. Chris Redfield from Resident Evil. I want to know how he punched that boulder without any virus in his body. Like, bruh, how did you do He's that? Bro, have you seen his muscles, bro? I have, but I'm like, bro, how did you punch that boulder so hard that it moved? And you punched it multiple times without breaking your hand. Have you yeah. seen? The dude is literally a work of art, his body. You know how much work he put into that body? Because you put him out, the amount of time Chris Redfield put into his body and you'd be able to do that, no problem. Yeah? You reckon? <laughs> yeah. I guarantee, guarantee it. Crush's stamp of approval. Go All I'm saying is, out. we've never seen Chris Redfield lift a single weight ever. In Resident Evil. Yeah, my guy is built like a brick shit house. Like, what the That's hell? True. Yeah. Let's get into what's been in our box, shall we? Crash, let's start with you, buddy. What have you been playing? I've played... I finished Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. How is it? Um, It's good. It's good. It's really, really good. Um, I will say, I know we talked about difficulty with the game and like is it the easiest i know we've had that's good i'm going to definitively say is, definitively say it is the easiest souls game ah okay and the reason being because the because of the ashes of war <laughs> the magic and abilities available why did matt p look like he just died inside <laughs> oh, did i sorry that was me being hung over and zoning out for a second. <laughs> just listening just enjoying the podcast <laughs> sorry go on Grace. because of abilities and ashes of war and stuff like that i think it is the easiest game because you can make yourself very overpowered very easily in any type of build you want to go for 
Does that make it a bad, worse no, game? No, no, no. I, I actually think that's, I think that's fun, personally. Like, figuring out, oh, this is what my build's going to look up, look like, and this is finally achieving that and having that level of overpoweredness in some situations. Not every build is great for every boss as well, mm -hmm. but having that level, I think, uh, I think it's dope. I like it. Um, I also played Young Souls, which is a game on Game Pass. It is a what would you call it? a beat 'em up game? I guess Ooh, a beat -em I love up beat -em RPG ups. type game. Um, Did you invite me? I don't think this game would be for you. It's not co op. It's not. It's not a beat 'em up the way you're thinking beat 'em up because you're thinking like uh, Streets of Rage, right? Yep. Yeah. I guess hack and slash would be more okay. correct word for this. That doesn't feel right for it either, though. I don't know. Um, it's an okay game. It's all right. Um, you play twin sisters who have to go save a professor who adopted them, got stolen by, I think it's trolls or something. I forget exactly what it is. <laughs> um, it's, You're selling it's this game so game. well, so well. I know. It's been it's been a while since I played it at this point, so I don't even have like a fresh description on my head. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. It's a fine game. It's on Game Pass if you guys are looking for something to play. But I know Tunic's out as well, so I, I don't know. I haven't played Tunic yet, but I don't know if I would recommend this. You hear really good things about Tunic, yeah. Yeah. So, so bro, like me, I've been. Is that everything, Crash? You got sign more? I have one more game. Oh, uh, Strangers Paradise Final Fantasy Origins, which is the what? Souls like Final Fantasy game. What a terrible name! What a terrible name! It's a horrible name. name. But let me just tell you. This name fits with this game so much because it's going to be a slight spoiler. It's not really a spoiler, but it's a spoiler. So if you're ready, use a slight spoiler. It's not really a spoiler. You know, mute for a second. I'm going to wave my hands if you're watching on YouTube in three, two, one. Okay. Um, so there's this one point where the main character you play as Jack is talking to another character and they're explaining what chaos is as a concept. Um, and Jack doesn't like the answer. So he says, bullshit turns around, pulls out his phone, and starts playing Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. Cut scene to the next part. That is, uh... So, like, the name with, like, that sort of writing, like, the we, writing is... We are back. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the writing is atrocious in this game. It's not... It's not that good. Um, and every time I was loading up the game, I was like, oh, man, I could be playing Elden Ring. I will say, once I got into the game every time, it was like, I forgot Elden Ring existed. I enjoyed the game. The game is fun. Okay. Like the gameplay is cool. I think the whole class system of being able to switch and mix and match and stuff like that, I think all that works really well and is fun. Um, level design is kind of weird. Like, a lot of the stuff this game does feels kind of dated, like it's PS2 era type of game with a lot of the game design it decisions they like choose, it. unfortunately. Yeah, and not to say it's a bad experience, it's just not... I don't think it's a $60 worth experience. I think like at the $40 mark, this would be a great experience. Um, if you like Neo, there's a lot of Neo-esque aspects to this game. But the one thing when I was playing, it wasn't even like, oh, I want to go play Elden Ring. A lot of times I was getting a thought of like, oh, I want to play Neo because Neo is a better experience of this for the most part. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Matt, we've been playing, bud. Just, just Elden Ring. Yeah. Just, all of the Elden Ring. I am all constantly blown away by how big that game is. Like, there are bits of the map where I'm like, I haven't really gone to this bit, but maybe it's just a bit of wasteland. There's nothing there. No, there's shitloads of stuff there to do. And <laughs> it's somewhere I should have been. And it's like, it's, it's 
the scale of that world and uh, how well it's executed is phenomenal. I've been playing a game I can't talk about. Um, <gasps> and I've also been playing some more of that WWE 2K22. Yeah, I'm happy to say that it's a really good game. Like, really good game. Finally, we finally got a fun and enjoyable um, WWE game out of 2K because I don't think they have nailed it once um, in the past, if I'm being totally honest with you. Um, I've been playing a lot more of the faction mode than I expected to. Um, so the faction mode is similar to their, like, uh, FIFA Ultimate Team mode sort of thing like you got your contracts you create your superstars and you, you level them up you're building different cards um and stuff like that and i'm just instead of playing like a normal arcade mode match i'd much rather jump in there and feel like i'm constantly always building to something you know go on so is this against other people so no this is against the and computer um yeah got so it. this is yeah so there's that there's a mode that i'm currently doing i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's like Certain amount of uh, wins get you different rewards. And like I saw on, I don't know if it's been patched yet or not, but um, I did see on um, on TikTok, they were like, quickest way to get through function mode. It's like, go out of the ring, pick up a weapon, get back in the ring. The computer will take the weapon off you and then hit you with it and get DQ'd. So if you do that 300 times, you can unlock all the cards. That's not how I'm playing it because I actually want to enjoy the game. Um, but yeah, I'm having a, I'm having a great time um playing that mode i created my character um for my career mode the other day on stream because i was going to stream because i was waiting to do something else um ended up creating a character got that first opening cutscene and hadn't started um so i can't talk too much about the career mode yet the plan is to do it next week i'm thinking about doing a youtube series on it so that's kind of why i've been stumbling with it where i'm like do i want to do this do i not do i want to I think I might just because I'm not really uploading a lot on my YouTube channel currently, any of them. Um, and this could be a great place to um, start. But yeah, I'm happy to say that I am I am thoroughly impressed with WWE 2K22. Um, it is by far 2K's best efforts in the WWE games so far. Um, I really like the character customization, but I also really hate it because of how slow it is. And this is what I was talking about on my first impressions yeah. last week, which is like, I'm pretty sure if I sat in there, I could get my character to look like me. It, it's just, it takes too long. Everything takes too long to load. And that at that point, I'm just like, I'm good. Um, they've got some amazing, um, you can create titles, you can create rings, entrances, all the stuff you expect in a WWE game. And it all looks beautiful. And I think that's the key moment. So if you are somebody who hasn't played a WWE game in 10 years and you're like, I really want to play one, I do think WWE 2K22 is the one to play. Because it's a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. So um, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to talk about career mode next week. Um, but on a just a mechanical level, graphical level, um, level of polish, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Should we get into this week's dashboard, boys? Let's do it. Let's do it. This week's dashboard is brought to you by... No, I'm joking. There's no that. Um, this week's dashboard, we're going to get into the news real quickly. Metacritic reveals that Xbox was the topped review games publisher of last year. It's almost taken from Windows Central. Xbox Game Studios 
is publishing branch Xbox, sorry, of Xbox that contains many of the Xbox's first party studios was a it was a huge year in 2021 for Xbox game studios in general with sizable uh, releases. We had what do we have? Think about it. We had Forza, Halo, uh, Psychonauts, Flight Sim. Oh, what else? There's a bunch that I'm missing. I know we had a, a few more that didn't speak to me personally, but there was there was a few. There was a scent. The Ascent, that weren't first buy, but that's third. Right, you are. Um, but yeah, um, they went through and aggregated like who was the top publisher of the year, and it was Xbox. Um, Xbox, they the Metacritic Games Publisher ranked compare. Sorry, I missed a bunch of text there. This time around, Xbox Game Studios ended on top. The Metacritic Games Publisher ranking compared 43 games uh, published a publisher of all of the respective reviews and games that made an appearance on Metacritic in 2022. At the top of the charts was Xbox Game Studios with five separately reviewed products uh, featuring an average of 87.4. This makes Xbox Game Studios the first publisher in history to close out the year with an average of 85 or higher. There was a question here from Original Cookie Man who says, do you think that 2021 will will mark the beginning of a, quote, golden gaming age uh, for Microsoft or is critically acclaimed overrated? Critically acclaimed is overrated. <laughs> because yep. uh, I'm sorry, I, I love Xbox more than a lot of people on this earth. And um, like I said, I'll buy anything with an Xbox logo on it. But I had a terrible year last year for gaming. Psychonauts didn't click for me. Flight Sim's not a game that I care about. Bullsa, I absolutely adore, but didn't play nowhere near of. Yeah, that means my lifestyle was changed as well as, but if a game gets me, it gets me. I've got, I bought a steering wheel for Forza. I bought a steering wheel for Forza. No, I, I, if you're asking me, critically acclaimed overrated. If you enjoy a seven and that's a, that, that, that's something that you enjoy, perfect. It doesn't matter if it gets a, at 90 or 85 or whatever it is on Metacritic, you know? What about you guys? A critically acclaimed overrated? Yeah, I think so. Look, I, I think it was still a really good year for Microsoft, clearly. A lot of those games didn't click with Fix, obviously, but did click with a lot of people. Um, you Absolutely. know, I still have friends who still play uh, Forza and Flight Sim almost every day. Um, and, yeah, they, you know, they might not be are cups of tea but they are for somebody and i think microsoft's doing a really good job of having that variety in there um and it's capturing a lot of people your music crash oh bloody 2022 uh <laughs> i think critically acclaimed uh also doesn't speak to popularity right you can have a whole bunch of like super super you can have a whole bunch of 10 out of 10s but if nobody or if not that, because I don't want to say nobody, because people cared about these games. Absolutely. But it wasn't sort of the totality of gaming that were like, oh, look at what Xbox is doing. Um, and for for golden age of Xbox to come, if it hasn't already, because I would argue that the 360 generation, even with a lack of games, you could argue is the golden age for Xbox. Yeah. Um, that I, I don't, I could see Xbox doing it with all the studios they have and all the games they have coming out if those work out i think the problem with like looking at it and like oh xbox is gonna have a golden age is like the assumption that all those games will be successful and all those studios and all their endeavors would be successful and i think that's kind of 
presumptuous to make at this point. Hmm. 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 going to put a game out <laughs> this year. Like, I'd love, mm. I'd love to. Like, I'm just waiting for like. What are we waiting on? What's the first one to come up? I'm, I can't even think. What's the first game Xbox are publishing this year? So many games still just have vague 22 release dates, right? 2022 release yeah. dates. Um, I, would, uh, I would assume we'll know when... The thing we have guaranteed is Starfield, but I assume we'll know when E3 hits or if they're doing their show in May. Apparently, like I don't know the whole situation, but people are giving counter, counteracting answers to that, whether it's going to be in May or... Um, well, E3 is that. We all know that. So, right. But I mean, like Xbox is E3 event. Well, yeah. E3 online is still happening. It hasn't been cancelled, right? I don't believe it's been cancelled. It's dead, so, mate. Still, E3 everybody, is still, E3 is still happening. It's dead. Everybody still talks still about like, it, like E3, but we all know it's going to be the Xbox Summer, whatever, right. right? Like everybody's just doing that now, and so um, I think I think but, coming in May would be a good good thing for him i think hitting in may and ahead of everybody else but you know it's over for companies like that now because even like over here in the uk um i don't know if they're doing it in the us or not but 2k are having their own event in the uk mm. 2k are doing a i think it's called wasda um over here and it's being held at tobacco dock where they used to hold egx which they no longer hold egx there and it's the only games that i think they've announced so far that are playable is tiny tina um wwe and nba and i'm like so you guys are charging tickets for your own show to show your own games and they're like and we're gonna have special guests and talk and all that stuff and i'm like this is gonna be the new norm like these the, oh, these events but are done for out here every company has woken up to the fact they could do it themselves honestly like i think the game and the reveal that sort of uh predict like is the prediction for all of this is actually apex legends when they had the reveal for apex legends and they were mm. doing the teaser and all that stuff and so many people were like clued into that as sort of like because after that we saw more games and more studios start doing that that once e3 messes up once significantly um and even something like game fest which is supposed to be like a collaborative event sort of missteps it's like okay well we can do this on our own and we'll be fine especially with like playstation stepping away doing their own thing and xbox doing their own thing Man. they Man. will still exist e3 like events they will just be um for indies and and like you know we're seeing some incredible indie games come out and they just don't have that cachet that a playstation or an xbox have to do their own event and so those those events will still exist for those games but how many people go to those events and the kind of eyeballs they get for indie developers it's better than nothing and so they're going to keep doing it but you're going to see a drop off in attendance i would have thought Hundred percent. Yeah. Next up, Starfield developer diary discussions. Uh, discusses. Sorry, the game's open world freedom. Um, Crash, talk to me about this one. You read it? You know what's going on there? Um, yes, I uh, I watched it. Um, ah. They had a they had a little con- they had a little sit down and a conversation about Starfield and sort of where they're going with it they talked about the persuasion system they talked about like the world they're trying to build and sort of the open world idea of it and factions and things of that nature um and it's all very rpg world building stuff um that i think actually for me 
and I think this isn't a good thing for me, got me more into it and excited for the game. Because I don't think it's going to live up to what I want it to be at this point. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but I did like everything I heard um, and everything they said. They showed a bunch of concept art. I thought the concept art looked cool. Um, the idea of having of a conversation, not sort of being picking one option. It's like you're having a full on conversation with somebody and like sort of you want them to get to an end goal. And the whole conversation has to lead up to that point as opposed to like just picking an answer and it being that right. It oh, is like you're okay. having back and forth with that. That's NPC. cool. It's cool. Yeah. Evolution so of uh, picking your answers sort of thing. Yeah. Persuasion system. They said they said they had something like that and it ended up being an evolution of an oblivion system, I think they said uh that they had. And I I don't I haven't played Oblivion, so I don't yeah. really um I don't really know. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm very excited for Starfield. I I but I need a they should do what PlayStation did with Hogwarts, right? And like we need like a 14 minute tight presentation. Here's everything in the game. That you're gonna be doing. Xbox's showcase. Yeah, Xbox is Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I I would just quite like, and I don't think we'll get it, but a thing that's dedicated to Starfield. And then I know, I know, I know. You're like you're you're trying to you're trying to apply the Sony method or the Nintendo method to Xbox. And it's just not what Xbox do. Xbox go out there on a grand stage with millions of people watching and go, okay, we have your attention. Now look at what we have to show you for two hours. That is what Xbox yeah. do. So even Sony showcases, it's... Sony showcases have been not great the last few years because they do these smaller yeah. showcases, which don't get me wrong, I'm very happy that they do them because I, I, I as a consumer can consume them better than what we get currently with Xbox. But yeah. Xbox do drive hype more than Sony in terms of these type of games, like because you see nothing. Yeah, but this is also like this is a typical Bethesda thing. Like I know I've seen people complaining yeah. about um, not seeing Starfield, and it's like this is Bethesda. Like whether they whether um, they were under Microsoft or not, like you wouldn't be seeing the game at this point, right? Yep. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised they're even talking about the game at this point, to be honest. Like, even telling us more about it. Not surprising hard- like, oh, it's super left field. But they're hardcore people. I, I guarantee right. if I, I would have missed this if you didn't add it on the yeah. notes. So 100%. I think this is a, this is a, a Bethesda community that we, we, we support and yeah. love and thank you everything you've been doing for us for our entire careers. Let me give you a nugget of something. Like, you know, like this isn't, this isn't bigger than that. Right. Next one, Perfect Dark's reboot reportedly sees staff departures due to slow development progression. Nah, I don't want to, I'm not, this isn't a gloat thing, but we knew this was coming, right? I don't know how many times we have to talk about Perfect Dark. I just don't see Perfect Dark as the IP that this quadruple a remember that's how they touted this studio quadruple a to be fair i think it was a pr company that labeled it quadruple a whatever it got out there yeah that's what happens with pr all right no that's true quadruple a this was gonna be the creme de la creme this was the studio to take on naughty duck yeah but like to be fair, I don't think you make a studio. You can just make a studio no, and have of course it like run smoothly to take on Naughty Dog, right? One hundred percent. I think. Um, if have you read any of this stuff around this? 
No. Yeah. So a lot of the people leaving are leaving because like nothing's happening and yeah. the game's going very slowly. And I think that's partly on Xbox being very hands off with this game. Like okay. we want the best product possible and we want the best game possible. So we're going to let the people working on the game work it until it's good. Um, and I think that's usually a positive thing when you have a studio that's cohesive and understands what it's doing. I don't know if it's the best thing when you're making a new studio that you sort of want to figure out what works where. This was always the problem, though. I remember when there were people joining early on in the stages to get this to get the studio to the state it's in currently, and then they've departed before. It's like, what is it you're doing here? Like, what are you trying to build here? Um, yeah, it's a weird one for me. Um, let's bring in top left's question. It says, uh, given all the departures from the initiative, are you guys worried about Perfect Dark Reboot? I was worried before this. If I'm, I, I just don't see Perfect Dark as a killer IP. I never have. I don't think I ever will. Even the tease, like the, the, the weird teaser thing that they did give us, which clearly was just to, to, to feed us something at this point, clearly, yeah. um, because this game is nowhere near ready. We've still got three or four years, probably, to, before this even comes out. Like, I just... Does any, anyone on this panel, anyone on this podcast, do we care about Perfect Dark? They could care. I think they could get me to care. Um, but yeah, look, it's super concerning that it's taking this long and it's not going anywhere and people are leaving because of that. Like... Yeah, you'd be better off. I know, like, they need these big IPs. They need these big quadruple A games, whatever the hell that means. But, but like, if you're making a brand new studio like this, why not just get something small out the door? Um, a more focused project where you can, you know, reel the scope in a bit and say, right, now you've got one project under your belt. Now I have perfect dark. Hold right? that there. My, my, go on, Gresh, go on. Add, add into our bring was... Michael's question. Um, I was just going to say that, like, Coalition came. They made the Coalition. The co oh, no, they bought the Coalition. They bought the Studios. Yes, and then renamed yep, it. Never mind. Yeah, never mind, never mind. This was the the first studio under Phil three Spencer. Yeah, they built 343. Yeah, and they made Halo right away. To Matt's, like, to Matt's point of, like, sure. make, a, make a studio, make a small game. Yeah. Not a amazingly well received Halo. Oh, I'm not gameplay, saying gameplay wise was decent though. It was just the story yeah. that was was the big the big problem there. Sure. So, sure. but Mike, Michael has this to say: with the news of uh, Perfect Dark's production seemingly slowed in order to achieve a better balance for their staff and resulting in a likely a significant delay, are games revealed too soon? What is the ideal review? Uh, rev sorry, reveal and release timeline. And he adds, Resident Evil 7 was perfect, in my opinion. I think, yeah, I think six months. I think like, six months. The, pro the problem with that is you lose all steam when something like this gets leaked. So, and again, you've got hundreds upon hundreds of people working on this, it's going to get leaked. Look at Harry Potter. If we hadn't seen a single thing from Harry Potter, then we got this new trailer, we'd be even more blown away by it. Sure. Fallout 4 didn't leak. I don't remember that leaking. Is that leaked? That, was... that leaked? Did it? Yes. Oh, I don't remember it leaking. I'm pretty sure Jason Schreier had a leak on that. Maybe. 
He got blacklisted by Bethesda. I don't think it was for Fallout 4. I'm it might have been. I don't remember correctly exactly. Um, yeah, go on. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it is true and it did leak. But just put it out there. But... Um, I think release times are six months ahead. Like, that would be the ideal time. But A, you have to deal with leaks. And B, Microsoft was in a position where they just need to build hype for stuff they have coming out. Right? Is they want to build hype for their brand. They want eyes on them. They want people to know, like, we have big games coming out at some point in our franchise future. Um, unfortunate that this all happened. But I would be surprised if somebody at Microsoft said, like, yeah, we didn't expect something like this to happen. We didn't expect there to be delays. We didn't expect. We expect this game to be out in 2022. I'd, I would be shocked if anybody said that at Microsoft. This also, was probably the idea. Yeah, and, and also, like, you know, there are so many more factors that go into announcing a game other than do we actually think it's going to hit this date? Like, they want to build hype. They want to get pre-orders. They want to get money on the books. Um, they yeah. want to sell consoles. You know, that was a big push sort of last year, year before. Um to just announce a load of games like we have a title screen that's all we need because we need to build hype and sell these consoles and so um yeah there's so many factors that go into it but yeah of course games are always denounced too early yeah also like games take a long time to to be made and developed so i don't think there's necessarily a problem with the studio being like okay we want to show we want to tell people that we're working on this game like um, Warner Brothers announced the Wonder Woman game. I have no issue with them having announced the Wonder Woman game this early. I would have now, an issue if they start going into gameplay mechanics and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, it doesn't end up being this because stuff changes in the process. Sure. That's what happens when you look at like uh, Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red. There's yeah. a whole bunch of stuff that feels like it got cut and people were rightfully burned by it. But like that's what happens in development. Like you figure out like, oh, stuff like this won't work or it doesn't work as smoothly as we want it to or it doesn't fit in with the change in trajectory for the overall game. I think that's where you get an issue. Yeah. Where was Fallout 4 based? Does anyone remember? Um, um, Boston. Perfect. Boston. So in 2012, for, uh, IGN put out an article, will Fallout 4 be set in Boston? Fallout 4 didn't come out until 2015. Sure, and and I remember that story. It's because somebody saw a load of Bethesda employees walking around Boston taking photos. Um, no. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, users scouting is currently. So on, that's, yeah. Yeah. Is that a? Do you consider that a leak? Is that a leak? I don't think. Yeah, that's a leak. of course it's a leak. No, it's not. That's not it's Fallout not, Four like, is coming in. It's set in Boston. That four, that's that's people making the assumption that Fallout Four is coming out, and like, oh, there's Bethesda workers in in Boston. That's not a leak. That's not like. Oh, Fallout 4 is set in Boston. We have info on it, etc. That, et that story would have still been written if and if it was wrong. Okay. It's not a leak. I'm, I mean, okay, okay. All right, fine, 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 fine. It doesn't matter. Anyway. I'm pretty sure there was more leaks than just that as well, but yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Okay, 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 okay. My, my only point for that was saying... Um, that like just because hundreds of people are working on something doesn't mean it's automatically going to get leaked. It's definitely very likely that it will get leaked. The more people you have working on a project, the more people who know about a thing. Um, but I mean, it's look, they they faked the moon landing and that, they managed to keep that shum. So 
We're not doing this. We're not doing this. That's nope. not a good nope. <laughs> nope. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Nope. No. 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 Moving on. Um, another. I don't actually think they fit in the moon landing. Another. I did read about this one. Can we erase that part from the podcast? Just cut that out. Too much Matt work. No thanks. <laughs> um, another story is a bit. It's a bit of a. It's, a, it's another one. Uh, despite its beauty, uh, beautiful Ori Games Moon Studios is called an oppressive place to work. Gaming fans know Moon Studio uh, for its amazing Ori games with beautiful art and emotional stories, but a number of its current and former employees consider considered the Ori Studio an oppressive place to work that is according to Games Beat interview with Moon Studios developers. Um, from what I've read of this, it was like a... <laughs> it was a lot of language, but not like it weren't i don't know did you read all this crash i saw like a lot of i saw a lot of tweets about it and then i saw a lot of people's opinions about it and then i read it and i was like okay i didn't know where i came down so, on it so the studio has a policy which is a you won't get punished for what you say policy essentially is like you can say whatever and like it's a free space to talk the problem is, like, when you have people making, like, racist jokes and sexist yes. jokes and stuff like that. And, like, at one point, um, there was a beat in, in, I think it was for Ori, actually, where they were, like, the main character will get raped and that'll be the character's, like, growth. They'll go Someone that. said that. Yeah, and somebody, yeah. people pushed against it. And then the, I think it was actually the head of the studio, don't quote me on that, that, like, really pushed for it for multiple weeks. Mm. Um, another thing that came out with this story is that not only that, but like Microsoft also had bad relations with Moon Studio mm -hmm. and their communication and stuff like that, and that's why Microsoft hasn't been really been associated with them. And that also might be why they never bought them. Microsoft should buy Moon uh, Studio. There's a, there's yeah, a reason like, why. Yeah, and so it's like this is this sucks. This actually like is really really bad. This is a, a case where it's like allowing like complete free reign of like what can be said at a studio isn't always a positive thing like it's great to allow people to talk their mind and their peace but at a certain point it's like that's too far that's not really a workplace thing and that's not something you should be saying to your co-workers the problem 100 i agree with you i think the problem you've got is when you're trying to create a piece of art right like yeah. us sitting here now yeah we yeah. we make a podcast we don't need to talk about racism sexism uh rape anything like that because we don't make that type of art that type of art in stories does exist so the conversations then do have to be had um to even get that into a piece of art right and i yeah. think again it always me yeah imagine i'm i am terrible with this. awful don't know how i've survived this long on the podcast Gotta be honest with you, but imagine I am a head of a uh, head of a game studio, me, and then I'm like, and you know what? For fuck's sake, yeah. And then we're gonna, or he's gonna get fucking raped. Someone is going to take that in a way of like, the fuck is this guy on? Like, no way. What? Why is he speaking like but, that? Right? Go on, go on, I, go on. I think like I, if it's made as a story, be like I. A, like that's a whole different conversation yeah. about that topic should is that be a story what... beat or not. Yeah. But the problem is when the same person making that story beat is also making sexist remarks. 100%. And things of that nature. And I think that's where the problem really yes. comes. Like it's not just a story beat and it's not something that's like sort of 
shouldn't be in the story or whatever it's when there's other stuff attached to it as well I'm it's like it's a pattern of things just for clarification i'm playing devil's advocate on the argument that i do not agree with all right just so people are very clear before i get clipped up or some shit and you don't give the full context um right. but yeah no it's a uh... bro this is what happens when you get successful as well because people's heads go through the roof and then you start shooting from the hip even more so about certain things I don't understand the open policy of speaking at a workplace. I understand it in a, in, a, in a meeting room where you're talking about sensitive subjects. Like, okay, everyone's got to get their thoughts out there. But yeah, not racism, sexism, bullying, stuff like that. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. It, nah, it nah, seems nah. like there, needs, there needed to be someone. Where was, where was HR during this whole thing? Like, do they have HR? They probably don't. Do they care? Yeah. They probably don't. They're probably small enough that... Fortunately. I be, how big is Moon Studios? I bet you it's small enough that it's like, it's one person who runs PR. 80 employees. As and to of, be fair... As of 2020, 80, 80 employees in and Austria. And to be fair, HR is usually on the company side and not on the person side as well. Yeah. A lot of times. So. What does this mean, yeah. mean for their next game? Um, uh, I won't care for it. Yeah, yeah, no. Matt, not uh, for me. The as long as the head of the studio and like there isn't a shift in that studio, like I don't care for it personally. Um, Ori has never grabbed me. Like I know me. there are a lot of people that really love it, and and visually I get it's stunning and stuff. But I've I've tried them, um, and I've bounced off them very quickly and. It's never really grabbed me. So I'm not sure I would be massively um, hyped for it anyway. And it comes back to the conversation again before of, you know, removing art from the artist and, and what have you. Um, it's case-by-case -case basis. And if and if it's really that bad there, um, that's horrible and that sucks. Um, Absolutely. And so we'll see when the next game gets announced. We'll have this discussion again, I'm sure, and there'll be more information around this and more proof potentially and stuff. And so... Um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it, I guess. Keep chatting about it. Keep having the conversation. Keep supporting the people who come out and say these things are happening at these studios. Yeah. <laughs> do not... Um, do not, like, not believe them. Do not not support them. Do not, like, listen to their stories. Again, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a... Man, it's a... Pfft, damn. It's so hard out there, man. It's so hard out there for people when I'm just like, gee. It's so weird yeah. for this type of game as well. Like, yeah. I don't, do you know well, what I mean? Not that it does. It that sounds weird. Like I'm like okay with it happening at, at Activision stuff like that. But like I kind of expect it more at a studio that makes Call of Duty for some reason. Sure. Yeah. And then a game that is Ori, I'm like, because huh. Ori's like whether you like Ori or not, Ori's a beautiful game. 100%. And you associate it with all these things, and then you see this, and that's like. It's uh, it's like a what's it called? Uh, oxymoron paradox. Mm. It's like a paradox where those two things just don't seem to fit. Yeah. But that thing definitely made this, and it's like that just that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Mm. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Matt P. I love this one. Skull and Bones. Um, <laughs> long delayed. Uh, Ubisoft pirate game opens up applications for public testing. Ubisoft is inviting a select number of players to playtest its pr uh, pirate game, Skull and Bones, 
It's new inside the program, spotted by Eurogamer. will let you carefully select players uh, access a very early version of the game in order to get feedback to Matt, you sign up? I am literally signing up as we speak. <laughs> You're, I have said, You're not going to be able to talk about it. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Go Here's on, what I will say, Fix. I know you wanted this to be a third-person pirate game or whatever, yeah, and I'm that's wrong. where you thought I was going to go. I don't think that happens if yeah, they're having public testing. I, I think it's I like strictly a boat game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, yeah. Did we make a pizza better? No we did. I can't remember. I believe we did. I believe we did. Crash will check. Yum, yum, so yum. Check. Uh, next up, Capcom announces a dinosaur battle action exoprimal game. Um, this was probably the biggest letdown of that state of play, the one previous to the one you guys can watched. Dude, how does Capcom come out with a dinosaur game that isn't Dino Crisis? Can I, can I just say our last podcast was incredibly predictive? Like, we predicted so much stuff that came out this week. What do you mean? And I just like want to say... We talked about Dino Crisis. We did. We talked about Dino Crisis. We talked about Batman's release date. Um, Gotham oh, Knights, yeah, you're right. That date. did happen we straight away. We talked about Harry Potter, which yeah. ended up oh, getting a state of play. Yeah, yeah. We talked about, um, what, we saw, talked about Skull and Bones again. That Granted, that was prompted by a Sarah Squid question. Mm -hmm. Shout um, out, Sarah. Sa shout out, Sarah. Like We were very predictive, and one thing I said that I want to just say I predicted, and it's the truest thing I've ever said, is that Dino Crisis is dead and gone. <laughs> <laughs> Does this prove back. it? Does this prove it? Yes. I think so. You like, said it. Like, how are they releasing a dinosaur game? How yeah. are they releasing a dinosaur game that isn't Dino Crisis? They're doing it, which means Dino Crisis is dead. Yeah. Okay. Fun. Fun. Yeah, I couldn't give two craps about this game. This game, it looked like trash. Sorry to be that guy. But, like, I was watching and I was like, this doesn't. In Maybe it didn't interest me even more so because it wasn't Dino Crisis as well. So, like, I saw dinosaurs and I'm like, Man, Dinocrest is in a different space. And then <laughs> You know what this made me want? Anthem. It made me want Anthem. Yeah, yeah. Anthem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. A good anthem. I don't like the face you're making it. Uh Matt. <laughs> Did you ever play Anthem Matt? Uh, Matt? I played like yeah, two two, three hours of Anthem. Two, three maybe. hours. Me and Chris put fifteen hours on PC, then another fifty hours on Xbox. We were playing Anthem, baby. The gameplay in Anthem was so good. So good. So it's just the hater. He's a super but hater. then again, Matt's game of the year was... Uh, what was you don't what remember what it was. Arful Escape. Yeah, you're Matt right, loved you're right. Arful Escape. He loved it so much that he didn't vote for it for game of the year and it ended up fifth on his list. You know, that's how, that's how much Matt loved that game. He's taking a batter in this episode. <laughs> Matt's like, I'm too uh -huh. hungover for this. I am. I'm I am too hungover for this. <laughs> Next up, Gotham Knights got its release date. Um, kind of weird. They just announced it on Twitter, right? If I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. Which I was like, okay. Uh, Gotham Knights is, a fin uh, is finally coming out and it will be October 25th. A game that you said would get uh, delayed, right? No. We don't speak about that last week. We Matt did. said delayed. I think I th thought it might get delayed. Look, Halloween's a great time for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nailed Is it. it. Um, yeah. For Batman? Yeah. It's Batman. Spooky Batman's game. I, to be fair, I think it's not a... It's, not a, it's a Batman game, but it's not a Batman game. This is game, a Batman so game say. like the Harry Potter game's a Harry Potter game. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. A Batman game I feel like could release at any point in the year and it'd be Didn't fine. Didn't Matt say that Batman would be in this game? 
I still think Batman will be in this game. There's no chance Batman's in this game. It's not oh, happening. Yeah. Not happening. Um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to it. Can't wait to play it. I'll be looking. I'll hopefully play a game I can play through co-op. You know? Yeah. So we'll see how that runs. Two-player co-op. Two-player co-op. With three players available to play. Four players available to play. Two players. Okay. Sorry, you're right. Gamescom will be getting a physical event. COVID has apparently disappeared in the world since, um, you know, um, Russia has uh, started war and apparently COVID no longer exists. Yep. Does That's everybody else feel COVID. like that or is it just me? Oh, no, it's not just you. It's literally a worldwide thing of like everywhere. Everywhere is like, no, you, got, you can do whatever you want. Don't wear masks. Don't do anything. Six feet. Doesn't matter. Like, like what Russia's happened? Out there doing crazy stuff. What happened? Media is not media is not focusing on um, on COVID anymore. But yeah. but COVID is still out there. Oh, absolutely, sure. I well, think like, as well because go on because the media is not constantly hammering with you with the fact that COVID's happening. Yeah, uh, stuff like GamesCon and things like that probably feel like oh, there's not going to be as many people. And not to say that that's the exact reason like they're doing it. But yeah. there's probably a consensus and a feeling that like not as many people are going to be worried about going out and about because COVID's not on the news anymore, right? They're not constantly being reminded of like, oh yeah, there's still this um, uh, this virus out there that could potentially kill you and harm you and you can pass it on to other people and all those things. If you're not reminded about it, out of sight, out of mind. For Bro, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I swear to you, lot. I'm not. Yeah? But Petrol's gone up in price. Yeah. yeah. Gas and electric's gone up in price. Yeah. They made us stay indoors for a year. Literally a year and a half. Something feels off. Something feels off. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you that. Moon landing. And the moon landing never even happened. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? The end is nigh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Gamescom, Gamescom's back. You know, 100,000 people you gonna... crammed it. I am not going to Germany. No chance. <laughs> I've got to answer this phone, so carry on talking about something. I don't know. Uh, do the next cool. story for me. Go for it, Crash. Uh, the Quarry Supermassive Games uh, reveals Until Dawn's spiritual successor. Supermassive Games has revealed The Quarry, a spiritual successor to Until Dawn, launching on June 10th. As with Until Dawn, the cast is made up of a number of recognizable actors. The Quarry is a teen horror where players control nine characters as they try to survive the last night of summer camp. And like Until Dawn, anyone can survive and anyone can die. This game is super duper excited. Me too. But the last super massive game I, I played, I am not enjoying it at all. So. I, I included a quote in this because I was curious on your opinion on it. I'm going to read okay, it to you. Go on. Um, and director Will Biles told IGN that each character has 10 to 12 different potential deaths. He said the query is like a circular story, and each one of those characters is a spoke heading towards the middle, meaning any one of those spokes can be broken without affecting the rest of the narrative. I remember you speaking on the last game and how you felt like when characters died that the narrative wasn't really impacted. Yeah. Does that worry you at all with that statement for this game? What gives me hyped about this game is yeah. Until Dawn was dope. Until yep. Dawn was so good. Dope. Yeah. And I feel like this, I saw the, the it was a trailer, right? Um, I, saw, I saw what came out from this anyway and was like, okay, I like that concept way more than I've liked any of the other concepts. I like Man of the Medan, thought that one worked. 
The House of Ashes, I was a little bit iffy with. It was okay. And now I'm playing... No. Littlewood, I was okay with. House of Ashes is what I'm playing now. And I'm just like... Hayley's like, should we finish it? I'm like, oh, no. Let's not finish it. I don't care. I can't wait for this one. I'm, I am, yes. Very, very intrigued. We'll just have to wait and see, you know? We'll just have to wait and see. What I think I'm going to start doing is not trying to save everyone in these games. Mm. I'm going to make some people goddamn die and see what happens, you know? See how the stories are fucking... Yeah, because like, I'm out here every time I play. I'm out here just like, please die. Oh, please survive, please survive. I'm dodging everything. Do you know what? I'm going to do everything wrong. This time when I play this one, there's 12 potential deaths. I'm going for all 12 on my first run. Respect. I, I agree with you. So, I, so go on, crash. I, I just have a question about Supermassive's other games. Um, can you make a choice that leads into a death or is it just a wrong? You uh, think like not you can. You never know. Time? You never know, Chris. Because I remember in, if I'm not mistaken, in Until Dawn, you can make choices for characters that led to their death, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't know if that was something in Superman. You, other you can, games. but you also can't. Like, there's, sometimes to me, there's obvious moments where it's like, it's very obvious when they're ready to kill a character. And it's like, Got if it. you don't get this moment right, then they're dead. Well, I didn't Got feel it. that with okay. Until Dawn, but maybe that was because Until Dawn was the first. Yeah, maybe. Do you know? Maybe we should so, replay Until Dawn. See what we think. Until Dawn is so game. good. PlayStation game, Matt. It is a PlayStation, PlayStation game, game, but it's so good. It's so oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a studio. That's a studio I'd love Xbox to buy, though. Just so. Yeah, man. Those games on Game Pass Day One, and coming Ooh. at a frequent weight with a bit of money, but behind them a bit more money. I know Bandai currently publishes these, but um, yeah, I'd love that. Absolutely love. That. Last piece of news, Wait, if no one has anything to add. Sorry, go there's, on, please, please, please. Uh, There's a, a breaking news story. You might like this one, Fix. Uh, Fortnite has removed building from its main mode for the new season. For nine days. It's only nine oh, days. Oh, nine days of heaven, <laughs> though. Yeah. The, but, bro, so, they're testing stuff. They're testing stuff. So. They know that they're losing the player base. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm just saying, like, if you ever wanted to play Fortnite with me, you have nine days. I'm ah, down. I'm Fortnite. down. When's Monday? Monday? Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Tomorrow's stream? I know it's meant to be Elden Ring. I'm, I'm down. Let's play Fortnite tomorrow. Stream. We could do that. Uh, I'm. Let me, you guys keep talking. I'm going to check when exactly the new season comes out because I don't know if it'll be out tomorrow. Uh, I think I it think, is because I think, I think it came out tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's already out at this point, or it comes out tonight. But let me just make sure. Wait, night? Why? But wait, 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 wait. Why only nine days? What the hell is that about? This it is a test, a right? This is a test. Story implication, maybe, or something. There's a reason. I'm reading I don't article know. right now. I'm looking at it. I can. I'm. I'm seeing. It's like uh, building's been wiped out. It's up to the resistance to get it back. Jumping in with your squad and help. The seven uncovered. Um, uncover the. Um, Imagined orders. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I ain't gonna lie, this image, I'm not I'm not in love with the characters they've got for this season, if I'm keeping it 100. Doctor Strange is there, that's kind of cool. But I'll play, yes, I'm in. Yes, I'm in. 
Like, you ain't got to convince me. No build? I need to play this to reward them for no building. And then they need to be like, okay, now it's time to get Fixer back. I think you might be right because they're giving people over shields on top of like max shield now um, for right now. And you get increased movement and faster sprints since there's no cover in the game, since you can't build. So they're giving you like. They're, they're, they're planning something out, man. I think they're trying. They know it. they've yeah. got to try something new to bring us back. It's us they need. We've got yeah. money. We'll buy your stupid <laughs> skins. You know how many Smite skins I buy? I'll buy That's some facts. Fortnite I'll buy some Fortnite skins. No problem. <laughs> Big news. That is big news. All right. I look forward to playing it with you, boys. Definitely. 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 Uh, last news story. Dead Space is targeting an early 2023 release date. Quote, we want to make sure that we are in place uh, where the game we're going to deliver is going to be building upon the expectations of fans. The developers said today in the stream, so right now, we'll say early next year, we have a date in mind and we want to make sure that everything uh, everything converges uh, for this. Yeah. I mean, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. I mean, I'm looking forward to Dead Space. I was never a Dead Space guy. So I remember... Which is surprising. It because isn't, it isn't. It's, this it's, game, it's this game came out in that weird space where, where I was playing... I had an Xbox for a week, and then I didn't have an Xbox, and then I had a oh, okay. Nintendo for a week. It just came out at that time when my 360 was getting just taken from my house all of the time. It's also a sci-fi game. True. Me if I'm wrong, Fitz, no, you you're are, right. You're you right. You're right. The biggest sci-fi guy. I, I don't like space. It is like spacey space. I don't like space. It has space Why? in the title. Why don't I like space? People don't like. I don't like sci-fi. I'm not a huge fan of sci-fi. So. Do you know why I don't like space? Don't make sense. Don't make sense to me. It don't make sense, you know. Plus, remember, everyone loves space, so that means I had to back then hate space. Hate space. Everyone liked Star Wars. I hated Star Wars. Everyone, uh, my nan, my nan on a Sunday when she's making dinner used to make so make us watch Star Trek. I hated Star Trek. Why? Maybe you just didn't like those things. That too. And you're but, saying because other people hate it or love know, it. Do you know, I just, yeah. do you know what? Because do you know why? It's super what? nerdy. You got to remember, I'm a fake nerd. I'm mm. not, I'm actually a nerd, but I'm a fake nerd. To like some people, I'm a fake nerd. You mm. can't like rap music and you know, like wait, space. Wait. Back then, you know now we fake can. Nerd? Why? You want to know why you're a fake nerd fix? Because they never heard you talk about Resident Evil. That's facts. You never heard That's you facts. talk about Resident Evil. That, that tell just, you what happened? No, what happened? In role play. In, so yeah. playing roleplay, some guy's like, oh, you're a fake nerd to my, my character. I went, B, you don't know me like that. Tell me something about Resident Evil. I guarantee I get every answer right. Asked me three questions, got them all right. The guy was like, damn, I wasn't even ready. He tried to hit me with a trick question. He was like, who's the main playable character in Resident Evil 1? I went, B, trick question. There's two main characters in Resident Evil 1. And he was like, damn, this guy's good. And I was like, damn straight I am. <laughs> he was impressed. Damn straight I am. He didn't know. He didn't know that I knew. He wasn't ready. He weren't ready. That's, your love of Resident Evil is the reason that I'm surprised you don't like Dead Space. Because it's pretty good. No, Resident no, Evil, the, game, the like, game's amazing. Game. I, remember, I remember playing it not too long ago in the grand scheme of things, like three years ago or something, and being like, oh yeah, I 
this is a good game. It's dated now, so I can't, I don't love it like that. That's why when sure. the remake got announced, I was like, oh, cool. This is going to be, I'm going to enjoy this. I know for yeah. a fact I'm going to enjoy this. So yeah, yeah, 2023, perfect. You know, feel free to push it to 2024. Like, no problem. I've got a lot of games to back uh, in my back catalog. You know, just take your time, old guys. Old fix. <laughs> yeah, that's why I need them to keep pushing this out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's not old. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Me too. Are you crazy? Doesn't I'm seem sure like your that. type of game. I'm not like I liked my favorite Resident Evil game is Resident Evil Five. No, no it's Resident Evil Two Remake. I hate you. <laughs> um, but like Resident Evil games in general don't really do. Dead Space too is much better. I think you'll like Dead Space more than Resident Evil. Maybe, but I also don't really. I don't super care about sci-fi too much either. So too much space. I agree. Too many galaxies and stars and. Ugh. All that stuff. Agreed. Bro, honestly, about stars. are we keeping it on? If I'm keep, even this whole Marvel madness and dimensions and I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, mm. you know, all these stuff trying to do the dimension stuff. Cause I know um, the flash movies. Trying yeah. To do DC's well, trying to do it as well. Yeah. Um, the only movie I care about that has ever done it, and the movie only movie I'll ever care about is the uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man movie from Sony, the animated one. That was great. I feel like they Fantastic. did it so good. It's so good. I don't feel like anything else. Will, it might be like, the best. That level for me. I think it is. The I best. think the attitude at Marvel and Disney. I mean, this is a different uh, podcast uh, uh, altogether. Stop. Hold it for the post cool. show. Thank you all for watching. Love it. I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, if you want to, you know, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it. Chris, what you got to plug? Uh, my Xbox and me YouTube page. We're going to be apparently streaming Fortnite tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Monday streams Matt. Uh, fix is available. We'll be playing <laughs> Elden Ring with Fix. Um, also, leave a subscribe. Leave some likes on some comments. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be nice to hit the 1500 mark on the Xbox Me YouTube page, which we're not be. super far off. No. We, we've been, we haven't been super far off for a very long time. <laughs> I was going to say, when were we supposed to play Halo uh, when we did that? Yeah. Three months ago? We got close. Yeah. We almost we got, got so there. Close. We got so close. And then, it was and then we dropped a few. <laughs> yeah, we dropped like 15 subs. That's my Damn. fault. Yeah. That's my fault. Damn. Matt, we got to plug. I'm too hungover to plug anything. Carry on. I respect it. A uh, new song out today, Head Pop Club Mix. So if you liked Head Pop, there is now a club version of Head Pop uh, that is out, literally came out today. Um, and I've got another song out on Tuesday called Right Now. So if you are, are enjoying my music, uh, keep streaming it on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever. Um, let me know some feedback. I'd love to know just if you even enjoy it. That would be amazing. I'm telling you, it ain't half bad. It ain't half bad. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I've got some good feedback off some people. Got some good feedback off some. Just saying. Faith in me. Uh, we're going to go record the post show, which you'll be able to get on Patreon very, very soon. Um, until then, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. A good boys. Bye.